the bus is out of control. So I grab him by the collar, I take him out of the seat, I get behind the wheel, now I'm driving the bus. You're Batman. Yeah, yeah, I am Batman. Not all who wander are lost. And sometimes going in circles helps you reach escape velocity. So what does that mean? Because apparently you're supposed to know what the point of something is before you can enjoy it? Question mark. Counterpoint, this is a Discordian podcast where we venerate Eris, goddess of confusion. So this typically results in our taste leaning into the aggressively abstract, surreal, campy, with a touch of objectively bad, but somehow perfect. For example, we like the idea of the devil taking a break from hell to fuck and to fuck around on Earth, even though the show Lucifer on Netflix is widely inconsistent with the source material. Like, this is an unironic spoiler alert. Uh, in later seasons, <clears throat> in later seasons, the show has an angel impregnate a human, and when the human asks the angel what she should expect while expecting a human-angel hybrid, the angel tells her this has never happened before. But um, that's not biblical. Angels breeding with humans is a major plot point in the Old Testament. It's literally canon. And to be fair to Discordianism, it isn't all about inflicting confusion. It's about understanding why confusion exists, with the ostensible goal of resolving our confusion of others within ourselves and thus creating greater harmony with, within society. We just create confusion to blow off some steam. That's the ice cream to the meat and potatoes of uh, Discordianism. Operation Mindfuck demands Operation Mindfix. You see, confusion comes from Eris, who did a Tower of Babel on us by giving us different perspectives, different conflicting perspectives. And the most basic example of this is language itself. If your brain can't place meaning to a certain sound or visual text, then it's just nonsense. More specific examples are topics like mysticism, conspiracy theories, and especially politics. All these things have their own unique language. We call these rabbit hole perspectives reality tunnels. And you have different reality tunnels when interacting with different people. Talking to your boss is different than talking to your mom, essentially making you a different person relative to the situation. And knowing your ego exists in a relative state of flux to the point of near non-existence should make the conscious decision of traversing reality tunnels easier. And traversing reality tunnels is a good thing because then you're not getting pinned down to a specific idea about yourself when the situation demands something more relevant. In short, don't let the ghost and machine make decisions for you because if you ever find yourself being like a cop, for example, you don't want your machine turning people into ghosts because what you should have been in the moment was a therapist or a big brother or even a clown because who doesn't love a clown? The point is you already contain a multitude of seemingly contradictory reality tunnels and switch them out as the situation demands. Now... Do it with intention and purpose. This game called life is to figure out which personalities go where, like putting together pieces of a puzzle. Now we can imagine some very smart people are listening to this right now and thinking, uh, well, that's stupid. <laughs> what about politicians who do one thing and say the opposite? Surely they're very adept at traversing reality tunnels, but what good comes from it? But here's the thing. Elected officials do not contain multitudes. Their reality tunnel is laser-focused on obtaining and retaining power for themselves. They are not Neo bending the spoon by first bending themselves. They are Agent Smith, born of a system designed to control you and will do and say whatever is needed to bend you to their will. 
And as I'm furiously scribbling all this down in my dream journal, it occurs to me the one thing I haven't, the one thing we haven't addressed is how Arisonville intends to accomplish the lofty goals we have set out for ourselves. So, never one to pass up a novel thought experiment, we jumped all into the Ouroboros-shaped reality tunnel of asking ourselves, what the fuck is the meaning of all this? So, let's start at the beginning. The following podcast is for spiritual entertainment purposes only. Exercise caution when suspending your disbelief. Good, 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 good. Errors Unveiled. Errors Unveiled did not start as a Discordian podcast or media outlet, whatever. It was a wholly unique brand, inspired by Discordianism for sure, but also very much its own thing. But Eris is a mother mindfucker. A 60-foot hulking elder guy with a writhing mass of slimy tentacles for a head is nothing compared to a writhing mass of chaotic data points triangulating its will on you. And that's a fact. People who haven't had this experience invented terms like uh, apophenia, which is defined as a tendency to mistakenly perceive meaningful connections between unrelated things. A term coined by psychiatrist Klaus Conrad in his 1958 1 plus 9 plus 5 plus 8 equals 23 publication on the the beginning stages of schizophrenia. But it's actually a common experience in our chaotic and overstimulated world. And the best way to describe it is if you consciously notice a word or picture or song for the first time and then start noticing it everywhere and think it's a sign from the simulation that you are the object of your attention is special like if you were to go to someone's house and they talk to you into watching a tv show that you didn't know about and then afterwards you start noticing everyone talking about that same tv show like that's pretty relatable right well what if one day we'll call it october 1st 2020 while you're at work thinking about the podcast you're having trouble writing you randomly randomly flash on a pbs special you watched years ago about joseph campbell talking about world mythology and you especially remember that segment on tricksters that really inspired you back then really got you thinking so because it's 2020 and technology is a thing that exists you're able to get on your phone while at work track down the series on the internet buy it and then listen to it while you're still doing your job you go straight to the last episode because you remember that's the one that talked about tricksters and as you're reabsorbing the content it all clicks that red and blue hat is the key at this point the pod basically writes itself sort of still took about another year for other aspects of it to be figured out but lol but back to october 1st 2020 your mind has exploded and you're feeling much better now (laughs) <laughs> the podcast has its hook, and it's time to clock out from your daily grind and go home. While at home, just for a bit of background noise, you pop on to YouTube and catch up on all the sassy things the late-night comedians said about the Golden Glizzy the night before, which on that day was still about the first presidential debate with uh, Joe Biden. And while only half paying attention, Stephen Colbert and Stephen Colbert and, and Stephen, Stephen Colbert... Colbert. says something in his monologue so random yet so utterly laser focused on a journey you just had you spontaneously detach from reality like at the end of Katy Perry's Dark Horse video and you ride a shape-shifting neon pyramid into the eye of a hurricane fun stuff good times 
word hurricane was a name given to nature's strongest storm. A hurricane occurs when high pressure and low pressure masses of air come in contact with one another. There is often a significant difference in temperature between the two masses. One mass is warm, while the other is cold. The warmer air rises and the cooler air falls. Likewise, the low pressure area slides down the sides of the high pressure area. They swirl in and around one another, creating the beginnings of the storm. accessible and maybe too dark. Maybe to them, but not to us. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Hot. Hot, hot, hot. Hey, yeah! Ooh, it's matter now! Some people have a natural intuition for this chaos carousel and have been, sp- and have been spinning around in this cortex vortex their entire life. And now they want to share the secrets of the goddess with you! It's quite simple. You dance, dummy. Just dance, like the song says. And what do you get for dancing with Eris Unveiled? All the things religion have promised you for the last eternity. You want to literally raise hell? With Eris Unveiled's patented Dance of the Dead, that's dead spelled with two E's, you can. Plot twist, this plane of existence is hell, because through an act of cosmic alchemy performed by Our reality has been separated from heaven. And now that the two halves are separated, the only thing left to do is recombine them to get the masterpiece. Hallelujah. That's where we come in. Humanity as a whole. We must dance to rise the vibration of this hell planet back into a harmony with its twin heavenly planet. That's right, there are planets in heaven. (laughs) Didn't see that one coming. But you should have, because what do you think heavenly spheres means? Mm. So how do you perform the dance of the dead? (laughs) Still trying to figure out how to pronounce dead with two E's. Uh, whatever. Uh, and resurrect ourselves uh, and resurrect ourselves the fuck out of here. There's a couple ways this can go. One, we tell you the dance is already inside you. And if you just dance with faith and conviction and love and with the intention of bringing our world into alignment with its heavenly host, there is no wrong way to do it. Just click those pretty little heels together, Dorothy. But... And this is the fun part of uh, being human. You may feel unsatisfied with that answer because you didn't have to work for it. We just told you like it's a piece of common knowledge. It just happens to be vital to the fate of humanity. But you want a challenge because of course you do, because you chose this battle. Yes, at the beginning of the great alchemical schism, everyone in God's kingdom made a choice of where their perceptions would be mostly located up there or down here because your awareness is down here instead of up there it means you have a twin in heaven who's not quite quote-unquote all there relative to the standard 
Likewise, anyone down here who seems off to nice normal folks have their perceptions located mostly in heaven, whose rules are quite different from what we're used to. Think about the difference between the rules that govern quantum mechanics and the rules that govern this big, generally relative world. If someone were to somehow have their perceptions located in the quantum dimension, then they would seem insane to us. Their logic would be nonsensical and acasual. It wouldn't even seem like they were playing a game of 4D chess. It would be more like QD chess. Now, are we subtly hinting that in this case, the Venn diagram of reality and metaphor is a perfect circle and heaven is literally the quantum dimension? Is that what we're doing? The second way, remember we're talking about the dance of the deed. <laughs> the second way is that we can tell you how to perform the dance of the deed with much more detailed instructions is to play a little game that begins with you buying the Eris Unveiled intro pack at erisunveiled.com for a modest yet classy $12.13. And yet you can't just buy your way into heaven either because that's hardly a challenge. You see, the deal is the intro pack contains a puzzle that once solved will unlock access to hidden content. And true to our pathos, the first piece of the puzzle we will reveal to you will be the last piece you will need to claim your bonus content. And that is simply Eris Unveiled. One word. In summation, life is absurd. It's true. It just is. But it's not meaningless. In fact, if it was meaningless, then it would make it less absurd. It would make more sense if this was all meaningless. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Norm MacDonald once said the best joke is the one where the setup is the punchline. And in that respect, the question, what is the meaning of life, is the world's greatest joke. Because the setup is that life has a meaning, but the punchline is we don't know what it is. That's the absurdity. Life is a joke. And God, she is. Eris, the trickster god of chaos. Then I don't know what she's doing. And that's truly terrifying. There must be some kind of way out of here. Said the joker to the thief There's too much confusion now I can't get no relief No reason to get excited The thief, he kindly spoke there are many here among us who feel life's but a joke. But you and I, we've been through that. And this is not our fate. So let us stop talking falsely now. The hour was getting late. Tower. Princes kept the view While all the women they came and they went Barefoot servants too Outside in the cold distance 
Wildcat and Crow. Didn't realize I had an audience. Is there anything I can do for you?